Welcome to Encourage Her Podcast. I'm your host, Joe, co-founder and creator of a mission called Encourage Her. We are a God-given, purpose-driven mission to encourage and inspire women to live lives that encourage other women. It's as simple as that. We pray that this podcast encourages you, and then you turn around and encourage her. Thanks for showing up. We'll show up for you every Monday. Keep listening, share, review, and encourage her. Join our mission today. Monday is the worst day. Monday is the best day. Good morning, encouragers. Happy Monday. It's Joe. How are you? Truly, truly, how are you doing? We have been running a race, ladies. 2020 into 2021 has felt like a marathon, hasn't it? I feel like many of us are in that part of the race where you keep thinking to yourself, like, make it stop. You've made it through the chunk of it, and there is a little light at the end of the tunnel, but it's not over yet. So I'm here to encourage you today. I'm here to let you know I'm running with you, and I know all of our lives look super different, and many of us have struggled more than others, but we're all different. We've all been changed, and we're here because we want to encourage each other. So I'm specifically here this morning, and I feel super honored to have an opportunity to encourage you. So thank you so much for pushing play. Thank you for listening. And if you feel led, share these encouragements with her. Um, We're all meant to encourage her. That's why it's a mission. That's why it is a joint group effort. And that's why you will always hear me say the word we. So this morning, I want to specifically talk a little bit about leadership. Now, don't push stop. Because you may not feel that you are a leader, you may not identify with that term or consider yourself someone who's in a leadership position. However, what I want to say first is that this message can inspire all of us and encourage all of us and that truly we are all meant to be leaders to some degree, by some definition. If you are showing up to this encourage her podcast this morning, my assumption is that you are a woman of faith. Um, If you are not, that's okay too. Please keep listening. I want to encourage you. But So the women of faith this morning, I want to speak to you about leadership. When you enter a life of faith, meaning you trust in God, you decide and accept that Jesus is your Savior, And he enters your heart and he begins that process of transformation inside of you. He changes you. You're different. Um, You have hope now. You have hope inside of you. You have hope for the future, life eternal, so many incredible things. Um, You are asked by God to lead others to that hope. So maybe you're not a manager or a boss lady, um, but you're a woman of faith, which means you're a leader. You're meant to lead the people around you to hope. Have you ever thought about that before? Own that role. He's actually asked us to do that in his last and greatest command. Love God, love others. 
We're meant to share our love of God with others. Living as Jesus lived, which we've talked a lot about, is super challenging because we're human, we're fleshy, we're imperfect, we're flawed. But that's really our goal. So I want to talk a little bit about that today, um, how and what leadership should look like. And specific you, specifically, you ladies who are in positions of power can really benefit from this message this morning, I believe, as I did while I processed it. So a little bit about me um, in my current life season. I am a women's ministry leader at my local church, which basically means I help out coordinating, organizing, um, and encouraging women to continue to gather Specifically during COVID, it's been challenging, but we're being creative about it. Um, but that's really what my role looks like. It also looks like I am a leader of leaders. There are many women um, on my team who are doing the work of ministry, maybe teaching a Bible study, maybe organizing a ladies' night out, maybe creating a craft night. It all looks different, but all of them have the intent, the desire, and the willing heart to gather women in the name of Jesus and wanting to encourage them and inspire them. So I am there to kind of help the leaders uh, communicate together, stay organized, and really encourage my leaders. Um, So that's one way that I am leading right now. Another way that I have a little bit of a leadership position is with this mission here. I'm trying to lead you to encouragement. Um, Ultimately, that is through my walk of faith. I'm leaning in on God to help me encourage you. Um, Within that mission, I do pray and hope that it grows and that women join me. I have a small team right now of women called promoters who are helping promote the brand, and I want to encourage them as well. So I have a few leadership positions in my life that literally you would label as leader. But if you look a little bit outside that circle... Maybe you wouldn't consider these other roles I have as leaders, but I think if you consider the first definition of our job being to lead others to hope, I have several leadership hats, and so do you. Are you a wife? You're meant to help lead your husband as he is you, right? Your better half. You are one. You're meant to lead each other in love together, leading him back to truth leading him back to grace, to forgiveness, whatever that looks like in your marriage right now. It ebbs and flows, right? Sometimes he's leading you more than you're leading him, but you're meant to both lead each other back to Jesus. Your children, are you a mother? You are certainly leading that household along with your husband if you're married. But for many women, it looks like real leadership skills, management skills even, (laughs) You are meant to be leading your children in the way that they should go, meaning a life of faith, encouraging and inspiring them with your own walk, and then also teaching them, you know, um, relying upon God to lead them to him. So that's another leadership role. Maybe you're a sister, a friend, a neighbor. We are all leading our friends to hope. We're not perfect. We don't always nail it right? Exactly the way uh, we think we should. But if we have a willing heart and we show up and are available for the people that God has placed in our lives, we have the opportunity to lead them. So with all that said, think about your roles. I'd love for you this week to be thinking about where in your 
sphere of influence, I'll use that term, are you leading others? And how are you doing with that? How are you doing with leading them to hope? Yes, maybe you're leading them to more sales. Maybe you're leading them to learn more as a teacher. But are you leading them to hope? Are you joining in the mission that God has placed on us as believers to lead people to hope? Are you doing that? Because there's many, many ways we're meant to do that. We all don't need to be in ministry. Your ministry might look like real estate, right? It's different for all of us. So how are you doing that? And when I was thinking about this thought, how we are all leaders needing to lead others to hope, I'm really joining God in that. Um, I was thinking about the definition of leadership, and I heard it recently that leadership can be defined as the ability or the power to make change. And I thought, that's pretty cool. We do have power when we're in a position of leadership. We're given power. And we can use that power for the good or for the bad, right? We've seen that done before in history, right? Let's not even talk about politics, but come on. Um, The abuse of power, right? So you can use it for good or you can lead someone down a different road. So we have power as leaders. We have power. And what does God say to us about what to do as a leader? How are we asked to lead people? I wanted to read you just a few little snippets of scripture to encourage you in the way that we are asked to do this. And actually, Jesus himself modeled this his, the whole way through his ministry, specifically from the start of his ministry. Um, he was around like, I think, early 30s, I want to say 33, when he started to gather his disciples and really kind of grow his leadership team, if you will, um, and train them up uh, before he left the earth, right? He was really leading leaders um, and, and inspiring and teaching and growing them to continue the mission of discipling others, leading others to hope. And he gave us lots of advice on this through the Bible. There is plenty. If you Google leadership and scripture, leadership and Bible, you will learn a lot. And I encourage you to do so specifically if you are someone who is in a position of power and a believer. But I want to just take you first to 1 Peter. I'm going to be reading in 1 Peter 5, verse, let's see here, 2. It says, be shepherds of God's flock, that is, under your care, watching over them, not because you must, but because you are willing, as God wants you to be, not pursuing dishonest gain, but you are eager to serve, not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. So a few things in this verse stand out to me regarding leadership. You are in charge of a flock. Do you remember always that the people that you are serving are God's children? They could literally be your children. They are also God's children. They could be your coworkers, the people on your staff. They're God's children. Are you viewing them that way? They're his flock. They're his people. Not your people, his people that you get to care for. Like it says, under your care. He's given you that beauty and that ability and that power to watch over a part of his flock. Are you doing that? And are you doing it because you have to? Like, are you mothering just because you have to? Or is it because you want to? 
Are you willing, as it says? Then there's the why. Why are you doing it? Is it for your own gain? Or is it because you want to serve? My favorite form of leadership is servant leadership. Really viewing your position of power as an ability to serve someone else. And guess what happens? When you view your role that way, it ends up serving you because God is good. It ends up blessing you. All right, are you a realtor? I keep thinking about real estate for some reason, but it's really a position of service. Are you serving the clients or are you just trying to get that commission? Because guess what? If you're a servant leader, realtor, the clients will come to you because you've served them well. Are you a teacher? Are you a servant teacher? Are you serving your students? Or are you just trying to get through the lesson plan? It will look very different, your success, when you view it as your students are people who are you are meant to serve, right? A willingness, an eagerness to serve them. And then it says, be an example. I mean, obviously people learn much more by our example than our words. We can spew scripture at people. We can throw Bibles at people. Often that is a turnoff. It is our life and the way we live in honesty and integrity with the Lord that inspires people to want faith, to desire faith, to turn to God. It is by our example. So if you're in business and you're sitting in your cubicle, how are you living? Right? How are you living life as a businesswoman, as a saleswoman? Are you showing your faith through your power? through your role. It's something to really think about. It's something to really consider and get excited about. We have the opportunity to bring change, to bring power, to have power, to bring change. Think about that. One more place I want to read to you is from Luke. Um, Luke 6 verses 31. It says, do to others as you would have them do to you, right? The classic line. You hear people say it all the time, treat others the way you want to be treated. Often people don't realize that's actually scripture they're speaking. Luke 6, 31. Do to others as you would have them do to you. How do you want to be served? How would you like someone leading you? Lead them that way. Often it's with love, kindness, grace, and understanding that you're desiring. Do unto others as you would have done to you. That's how we're meant to lead. We're meant to lead with love first. Care, time, compassion. My challenge to you would be to look at the roles in your life where you are leading, where you maybe have power to change. And consider, are you doing it because you have to? Are you doing it because you have a willing heart? And are you bringing hope to that part of his flock? You've got the power to change, girl. Let's use it for good. Let's encourage others and let's lead her ship well. Have you heard of that before? Lead her ship, leadership. You've got a ship. He's given you a role. He's got people. You've got people relying upon you. Lead your ship well to him, to hope. All right, ladies, I hope you have a fantastic day. I hope this brought you some encouragement. If you are a leader, I encourage you to get on Google, get into your Bible, look up the way that Jesus led. He, led it, he laid it all out for us. The perfect leadership practice is in the Bible. Check it out. All right, ladies, get out there and use your power to, to make change. Encourage her today. Join me on my mission. 
I filled your cup. Now get out and pour it onto her. Have a fantastic week and I'll see you again next week. Love to you all. Thanks for joining me today. It was fun being together. I hope you feel encouraged. I'll see you next week. Get out there and be an encourager.